Hey everyone, welcome to the Lead Volunteers Podcast. My name is Jeff and I'm the host of the podcast. And my name is Josh Denhart. We're super grateful that you're here. You know, an interesting concept that I have adopted as a leader, it kind of goes like this. When things go well, look out the window. When things go bad, look in the mirror. Let me explain that just a little deeper. When, when a victory happens in ministry, look out the window at the team that supported and surrounded you for this victory. But if it fails, look in the mirror and assess how you could have led in a more uh, positive manner and led the team toward victory. So if it goes well, look out the window. If it doesn't go well, look in the mirror. Oh man, that's we're just kicking off the podcast right away with some, <laughs> some golden nuggets there for everyone to write down. Now, I think that's really good because how easy is it to just, uh, in your reflection after an event, to be like, man, I nailed it. <laughs> right. Or, I mean, put the blame on, oh man, if Steve didn't, right. you know, if he would have followed my instructions a little better. Or just, it's, it's, it's really where the finger is pointed, mm-hmm. right? No, that's really good. Uh, like when things don't go well, look in the mirror. I think it's... Again, it's really easy to blame Steve. It's really easy to blame the the other right. people, and maybe not in like a malicious, angry way. Like you're, how how dare you, man? I did a terrible job recruiting. Right. But it's easy to be like, ah, oh, well, yeah. I mean, it was it was good. It would have been it would have been great if it comes this down to reflective, mm-hmm. being reflective, right? Yeah. And so maybe what questions should we be asking ourselves after that ministry fail? All right. So. Personally, this is kind of a list that I might go through. Number one, I would ask myself, did I push back strong enough on senior leadership when they gave what seemed to be an impossible set of directives? Hear me out. Sometimes my team might be given a somewhat unreasonable task. Before agreeing to it, I might need to stand up and defend my team. My question to myself is, did I do a good job of standing up and defending my team? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, because at the end of the day, sometimes senior leaders in the back room, you know, coming up with an idea, they haven't thought through everything. And Mm -hmm. it's my job to represent my team there and go, hey, I don't think you're thinking of these things. Absolutely. And so even before this idea, you know, gets traction, should we even do this idea? So I need to be thinking of my team. Number, Number two, I ask myself, what support didn't I give? Okay, so... People will succeed when they're supported. Did my team have enough time? Did they have enough resources? Did I not cover a certain amount of things? What what didn't I cover? So really it comes down to what didn't I do? If all of a sudden there was a blunder, was it because our team didn't have enough time? Is it because they didn't have resources? What directions didn't I cover? Does that make sense? No, a, a ton of sense. And I'm just thinking of myself as a just being led, having people over me and thinking, we've talked about this on the podcast before too, and then just how my boss, every time we sit down, we call him one-on-ones, have our like monthly yep. meeting and check-ins and things like that. And he always, whether at the beginning or the end, it's how how can I help you? What what do you need? Right. How can I come along you? What time of mine can I give? What resources do you need? What can I cover for you to hit your three? But he, he does a really good job of coming alongside me and saying, how can I support you? And uh, just right. when you were saying that, I was just kind of thankful s- sitting in that monthly meeting with Mike in my head saying like, I'm, I'm super glad that he does that because right. I, I didn't just think of like, if he was just the like drill sergeant and do this, 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 all right, next month we're checking in, you better do those tasks. It'd feel a lot 
more stressful and exactly. feeling that for a volunteer like all right here's my task list i hope i don't screw it up for josh right. or jeff they're gonna get mad at me so and, at the end of it all mm-hmm. if you're sitting in that monthly meeting and it didn't go well mm-hmm. that's really what we're talking about right Absolutely. and who's gonna own that well i being the mic in the situation or the, the the pastor who happened to be in charge of this or that or whatever i would ask this next really important question what or where was my lack of involvement detrimental? Where was my lack of involvement detrimental? Because at some point you have to you have to delegate. You have to pass on items for others to do. However, did I dump a task and not delegate the task? Big difference. Could you expl- could you tease that out a little bit? Yeah, yeah. So dumping. dumping a task to me is is like you said. Here's the deal. Go as opposed to ongoing support. Delegation means that I've given direction with it, mm-hmm. as opposed to saying, make sure this happens, the end. Delegation to me means that I'm providing like a series of maybe checkpoints, maybe a, 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 a delegation has more direction that goes with it, and mm-hmm. dumping is go, do this, mm-hmm. and you figure out how to do it. Yeah, and not necessarily hand-holding along the way, but checkpoints to remind that you are there to support. And Absolutely. Lead. And so, you're giving full permission and you're sending an authority mm -hmm, but also saying hey i'm here do you need anything yes because there's certain things in a ministry context that i as the director let's say that there are only levers that i can pull do they need me to touch and pull that lever Mm -hmm. if they do i need to be able to do that but my lack of involvement cannot see that I need to pull that lever for them. Mm-hmm. Another thing, maybe it's an event. Did I not stay long enough? Was I checked out? Um, did I drop other important things to invest in this urgent thing that clearly didn't go well? In other words, I got 15, 15 different things going on. Did I prioritize my stuff enough to make sure that I didn't do some things to make sure this thing really happened. Those are questions I'm going to ask myself. But here's the here's one of the most important ones. Does my team have a strong enough relationship with me for them to tell me when they're struggling? Now, listen, somebody That's out good. there, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Do I have a strong enough relationship that they're willing to come to me and go, dude, I am confused or I don't know what to do? Or do they feel that that would be looked down upon? Mm-hmm. Is there a you know, whatever. So how about this? A lot of people out there would say, oh, well, I have an open door policy. Okay, quick gut check. If no one ever walks through that open door to tell you something hard, maybe it's time to invite some hard questions about your involvement in the last event or situation that didn't go well. Mm -hmm. So I get it. Oh, I have an open door policy. Right. But do you realize that the only, the most bold, the boldest person of all time is actually going to walk in and and have a pseudo confrontational conversation. Mm -hmm. And if your open door policy doesn't go past saying, I have an open door policy, (laughs) then you you might not have an open door policy. It might be a little more locked than you think. It's in in word only, Mm -hmm. right? And so often, Jeff, I have said these words, which are, it's loaded. I think I've even said this to you. How am I driving you crazy? Mm-hmm. I know. Have I have I said that to yeah, you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were at a large national conference. Boy, do I have a no. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is that notice I I didn't say, "Am I driving you crazy?" Crazy, as if I may or may not. Mm-hmm. I am under the assumption that I am driving you crazy mm-hmm. in some way, big or small, and that invites a conversation. That invites a layer of humility. That somebody's like, 
no, it's okay. And then I say, no, 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 really. I know that I'm driving you crazy. Can you just kind of point out a few of those things and I'll make some adjustments? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think for the note takers out there, the, that word invitation, just thinking how can I not just have the door open, yes. but invite you in. I exactly. think that's really good. Um, now, maybe let's f flip it a little bit. Sure. We've been talking about when things don't go well and looking in that mirror. But you also said when things go well, look out the window. So what things should you do to kind of celebrate your team? Mm, I assume right. that's kind of where this is going, but the, that looking out the window what do you do from there? Yeah, so I like to celebrate. One of my driving values in my life is to have fun. Um, however, fun doesn't have to be synonymous with expensive. So I think and can think of several ways that we celebrated things in big and in small ways. Now, I had, <laughs> and I still have it, I have a kind of a basketball-sized disco ball from Target. Oh, man. Yeah. We could set it up in the studio. We here. could <laughs> set it up. Wouldn't that be fun? Uh, but some, like when somebody would successfully recruit someone, we would all come away from our desks. We would turn, on the, turn off the lights, turn on the disco ball, and do like a little mini celebration in 30 seconds or less. It is being weird. It is having a culture of celebration. Mm -hmm. And so we called it disco ball moments. <gasps> oh, my word. <laughs> and then I would inevitably say, this was like one of my other classic lines. All right. I'd turn the lights back on. I'd say, now, back to the salt mines every single time. <laughs> In other words, like, okay, great. We celebrated. Now get back to work. And we would all joke and laugh about that. Mm -hmm. Now, another one that I did, I called it a candy award ceremony. Now, I would go out and I would buy candy bars with titles that meant something about the person their personality or their contribution or character. And I would gather the team. I would literally put on sappy and emotional music. I would make it fun, formal. And I would invite, all of our team was there, and I would invite a team member by name. I would stand myself and I would read, I hereby award Jackie with the Snickers Award. Jackie makes all of us laugh and snicker at just the right moments. Jackie, thank you for helping us, keeping it, helping us keep it fun and making us laugh. Now, it's like your own little version for all the office fans out there of the Dundies. The, the Dundies. Dundies the Dundies. Getting getting your little award? Not I like it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, I went to effort, right? And I sat down and I think I have a list of like 82 different candy bars. There's a lot of candy bars oh, out wow. there. And I have like different items listed out there. And I had formally printed awards, like a certificate mm -hmm. that said the Snickers Award, and then it had like this curly writing and it had Jackie's name on there, and <laughs> I would sign it, mm -hmm. right? So it was like a, a formally printed on cardstock deal. Ready for the fridge. Ready for her office, uh -huh. right? When yeah. she had it st tacked up and people would keep these things. Mm -hmm. So I had team members cry, give hugs, and the look in their eyes when I summoned them forward was like, like when they were the star of the room in kindergarten all over again. Mm -hmm. Do you I, I can... <laughs> Yeah, one the that being that line leader or whatever it is in kindergarten. There's no feeling right. like it. <laughs> but I was just thinking because I partially stole this idea from you for my leaders. We yeah. get the dollar box of candies from Walmart or, or whatever, and just do an appreciation type week, and there's try to do different ones every month, and like donut day or yes. just things like that. And yeah, it's the simplicity of a dollar box of candy and the the feeling of like thankfulness and accomplishment that comes when yes. you acknowledge a leader in that way and is unreal for a dollar. It is unreal. It's, that's right. It's unreal. It's like the, 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 the payback for that dollar yeah. is how it, for sure. Now it's not just about appreciation. It is about 
the specificity of our of our appreciation. Mm -hmm. So, and that's where I want to start printing out the cards after you said that. That's right. A, that's a good idea to help I identify the specifics. The specific thing and the specific character attribute that they are bringing to the table. Right. It's about personalization because watch this. Any any gumbo can go out there and buy a box of Krispy Kreme donuts. Mm -hmm. It's not about the donuts. It's about if you buy donuts, that's great. But now sit down, having taken some time ahead of time, and think through what contributions others did mm -hmm. to make this a win. That's where the win is. Absolutely. It's not about having Krispy Kremes. Mm -hmm. Well, that helps. But <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, it's about the personalization. I, I it love is. that. Now, um, what implications does this motto have on a ministry? Like, what good comes from it? What, like I, I mentioned, it, it's worth it for the dollar. What, what makes it worth it? And yeah. what have you seen from it? Yeah. So I would say just to review, the the quote or the motto that dominated my ministry life was: "When things go well, look out the window. When things go bad." look in the mirror. And so you're saying, what implications does that have on ministry? I think the implication is really simple. I think it's humility. Hmm. The buck 100% stops with me. If the event did not go well, I have 100% ownership of that mistake. Does that make sense? No, it doesn't. Yeah, I think maybe jumping back to, to the, just that open door policy invitation. When you have a volunteer see you kind of for lack of a better term, maybe take that bullet for them or Absolutely. say like, instead of using the, the you or I pronoun saying like we, and, and just, I don't know. I think that invitation helps remind everyone that we're on a team, yes. that we're doing this together and we're pulling that weight together. It's not each individual task is a weight exactly. of your own. It's, it's an us, it's a we thing. And that I think invites that community. And I can go back in time and say to them in a meeting or in a one-on-one, -on -one, man, if I could go back in time, if I could, if I could do something over, I think that I would, and I would share with them how I would have supported them to make a different outcome, as opposed to saying, man, I'm really bummed that you, are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's going to destroy somebody. Oh, 100%. But it, the scary thing is, is I think that happens. Oh, it happens all the time mm -hmm. to where it's, all of a sudden it's very punitive. It is, I am disappointed. Mm -hmm. Oh my word, like that's just going to sink somebody. Because that's the culture we live in. It is. That's the, the business, the, uh, I'm just moving yeah. my hand, da, 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 yeah. kind of culture we live in that's so task driven. It's really easy even to feel like, okay, I'm saying it in kindness, but I need to let you know that. And there is a place it. for that, by the way. There is a place for calling mm -hmm. somebody out, but that's another whole podcast. That's a different podcast. That's a different podcast. But, yeah, but this, this one is me saying, what responsibility did I have in you not producing in the way that would have been better for the whole thing? Because mm -hmm. it ultimately comes down to, I'm going to assume that that person didn't have the support that they needed. That comes from me. Mm -hmm. If all of a sudden they are deficient in being able to write an effective email, okay, let's go back in time. I didn't train them how to write an effective email. Mm -hmm. If they are deficient in knowing how to recruit somebody, it's my deficiency that didn't train them our ethic and value about how to recruit someone. Everything comes back down to me mm -hmm. yeah, all the time. Just that Just that posture of the humility posture of coming humility. at it it's exactly from right. that point. So it, I feel like there's something to be said here about just that continual self-reminder of humility right. in ministry. So how can, how can we remain humble when, I guess in all situations, but especially maybe when we're nailing it and it's really okay. easy to 
Okay, so I in mean, other words, look in, in other words, and f- feel good about what we see. Right. <laughs> like when it goes really well to be puffed up. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would say, first of all, that's a great question. Second, I would say, yes, we need those reminders. But the most important thing that I have sought to do is remember that I could not have done any of this by myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, if something went well, it was not single-handedly accomplished by me. Ministry requires a team, person listening, podcast land. Whatever you just got done doing, whatever big event or Sunday morning or whatever, that you could not have done it by yourself. As a leader, as soon as we start thinking that we are such a great leader and we should be lauded as such, I would like to see us try to utterly and completely do it by ourselves next time. Won't happen. Always defer to the team. Always applaud the team. Shine a light on others simply because there's no hope that I could do it alone. Mm -hmm. And a prideful person is going to probably be walking the road alone. Nobody likes to be around a person who is, okay, it's like this. Hey, wow, why don't you write this whole thing up? And I'll, I can't wait to take credit for it. It's like, what? Sure. How sure, rude sure. Yeah. is that? But mm-hmm. when it is a shared celebration and when there is a time for maybe even the senior leaders, right? Not, not just in word alone, but to go, you know what? We have a healthy team. And I, I have to give a shout out to, and by the way, it sounds like an Emmy Awards where it's like, and I know I'm going to forget somebody, but <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. But my point is make public proclamations of the genuine contributions of others. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, if you're the ministry leader, you are literally standing on the shoulders of other folks' contributions to make this ministry shine. Mm-hmm. You cannot do it alone. No matter what size the team is either. Exactly. Because I think it's easy to maybe listen to this and be like, okay, well, I don't have the giant team of the mega church down the street. I don't have like 50 people in my own assistant and these layers of different delegation processes. And so if it's a team of you and one other person, celebrate the heck out of that other person. Absolutely. And I think, again, that doesn't, if you feel like you're doing it on your own, that doesn't mean you can't lead with humility. That doesn't mean you don't need a team around you it maybe you're kind of forced into this unhealthy situation where you feel like you're leading alone currently but i feel like if you begin the process of leading with humility bring that one person on who's willing to come along with you and start celebrating the heck out of them they're gonna stay mm -hmm, right just watch your team grow over time again one might not be an overnight boom now no it's never gonna be an overnight and we've talked about that numerous times but i think yeah, I don't. I just had the the thought in my head, the the caveat. I don't want anyone listening to be like, okay, well, I don't have the the giant team. It's I'm out, right? Mm-hmm. So please, uh, and please, you're saying like, and I would say that 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 maybe I'm not not shooting anybody in the foot here, but I would say maybe the reason you don't have a team is that you've not been a great celebrator. Okay, that's fine. I mean, you can, people can do some self reflection on mm-hmm. that, right? But then there's another set of people who are like, I just literally don't have a team. I'm not a bad person, Josh. Yeah, exactly. And we get that. But what you're saying is, and I agree, a way to begin that process Mm -hmm. is by getting one person and doing a flashbang job of taking care of them. Mm -hmm. And even if it's just you and them for the next 10, 10, 15 years, for sure, you leading from that place is going to make that next 10 years much more enjoyable. That is for everybody feeling like you're carrying the weight of everything along with you. Absolutely. So as we kind of wrap things up, uh, get things going here, put a nice bow on this. Yes. I want to just ask, how would you encourage our listeners in a time that 
can seem like failure after failure and just at least things aren't thriving necessarily just with COVID-19 and everything. How can leaders create wins, even if they're small, for yeah. their team uh, during COVID? Absolutely. I would say involve a team around every corner, even for advice. Involve people in small and in large ways. Get help and get a team. Then celebrate the victories, large and small, from the contributions of that team in front of of each other, right? So I would say, Connie, I want to tell you how much your timely advice helped me. I know it seemed like a small thing to you, but it was invaluable to me. You're a gifted and wise person. I'm so thankful for your help. Jim, I can't begin to tell you how helpful it was that you came in and helped with the packing party for the stay-at-home VBS. You have a knack for order and organization. Jim, you using your gifts and you using your abilities was invaluable to this success. Jim, Connie, literally thank you for your help. My point is, is that I want to be number one, finding a team at all. By the way, some people are like, well, it's kind of the Corona. You know, we don't, we don't really have, you can gather people. There's decisions to be made. I never make decisions by myself. Mm -hmm. I never make decisions in isolation. I'm not smart enough. <laughs> I don't have enough mm -hmm. brain power. I need collective wisdom. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I think that that collective wisdom comes through other people. So mm -hmm. my opinion during the corona in big and small, get a team, get a team, mm -hmm. make a team and celebrate the small ways that they're helping you. Mm -hmm. Amen. No, I think that's really good. And just, yeah, to remind us when, when things are going well, look out the window. When things are going bad, look in the mirror. Just right. approaching your ministry with humility. I think that's great stuff today. And so thank you so much for listening today. I want to encourage you, if anything that we said today was of value to you, we want to encourage you to check out leadvolunteers.com. A lot of the resources that we mentioned today, even things like celebration cards, uh, email scripts, phone call scripts, things like that to help celebrate your team and just look at some of the things that you're doing uh, reflectively are on the Lead Volunteers coursework. And so Lead Volunteers, it's a master level course to help you recruit, train, and retain volunteers and stop that revolving door of volunteers in your ministry and help prevent some burnout for you. That's right. Well, I got to tell you, as, as we close off, um, the Candy Award Ceremony Mm -hmm. is one of... You get the cards. You get the cards. You get the 87 different uh, candy bar titles mm -hmm. and how that could fit with personality. Not the candy bars themselves. Not the candy bars but themselves. everything else. Yes, exactly. It takes and so a dollar out of you. It does. And, it, it, and I have found so many leaders, Jeff, who have deeply, have been deeply moved to hold a candy award ceremony mm -hmm. for their volunteers. So this is good, man. I'm super excited. No, it's really good. So go check out leadvolunteers.com. Get those candy cards for yourself and so much more. We'll see you here next week.